hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for Daenerys for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those he said, you too go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. And so they went. Again he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did the same thing. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day long? And they said, because no one hired us. He said, well then, said to them, you too go into the vineyard. And when evening had come, the land, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last group to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each one received a denarius. And when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, and, also, and they also received each one a denarius. And when they received it, they grumbled at the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the scorching heat of the day. But he answered and said to them, one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. But I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. It is not lawful for me to do, or is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with what is my own? Or is your eye envious because I am generous? Thus the last shall be first and the first last. Now notice verse 16 is the same as 1930. And the 1930 is part of the answer to what Peter said. Behold, we've left everything and followed you. What then will there be for us? I think Jesus, after answering that, deals with this spirit behind the statement of Peter. This kind of bargaining attitude. And so he talks about a guy who goes out to hire some workers for the day early in the morning. And I guess they're not getting the job done fast enough, because what does this guy do? He goes back, and he goes back, and he goes back. Uh, the place, you know, this marketplace must be kind of like a modern employment agency or whatever. And uh, so every time he goes back, he, he contracts some more. Now, the first group, he said, I'll pay you a denarius. But the other groups, he just says, I'll pay you whatever's right. And finally, just an hour before the day's over, he goes, and there's still some left. What do you assume about the ones that are left? Either there's no no work, they couldn't find a job, or they're not very good workers and hadn't. Yeah, either they get up awfully late, or uh, you know nobody seems to want their their uh, services. You know, I mean, so they're the the last guys hired, and so they work for an hour. So the end of the day comes, and the master's paying them, and he starts with the the last guys hired. The guys who just worked for an hour. And what does he pay them? A full day's wage. Yeah, a denarius. And then he keeps going right back up the line, back up to the first guys that he hired early in the daytime. What does he pay them? Same thing. And how do they feel? Cheated. <laughs> Why? They, they worked, worked longer. longer. They worked longer, exactly. And so they ought to get more. Mathematical. Yes, it's only fair. It makes sense to me. It's not right. Because we worked longer than they did, and they got a denarius, and you're just paying us a denarius. And what's the Jesus answer? They were paid exactly what they had agreed to. So what are they really complaining about? That the other guy got. Yes! 
it's not, they agreed to work for the denarius. The problem isn't their salary. The problem is they're jealous of these other guys who got the same thing for less work. You know, he had not deprived them. He had just shown mercy to other people that they're jealous of. They see grace as injustice. You know, when we don't understand the grace and mercy of God, then, you know, we see God's mathematics as being a scandal. You know, how could he do this? You know, I worked harder than they did. They're going to get the same thing I will. But the truth of the matter is, God inverts the world's values about justice. What God gives us is by his grace and mercy and by his love. You can't calculate salvation in, in accounting terms. Salvation is something God gives because of his generosity. Nobody deserves that. So when Peter was saying, well, we did this, what will we get back? As if, you know, he needs to be paid back for what he did. Well, the truth is, no. God doesn't owe him anything. God is generous in blessing, but it's not a matter of God owing us. So he's trying to get them to look at this whole justice deal, this whole salvation deal, as a matter of grace and not justice, and then not begrudge God because he's gracious to somebody I don't think he ought to be gracious to. It didn't hurt me. It's just that I, I'm okay with him being merciful to me, but not showing any mercy to anybody else, because after all, they don't deserve it. <laughs> well, what about me? Comments and thoughts about this? So he doesn't state that directly, but in effect is <clears throat> saying, you're complaining because he doesn't deserve it, but neither do you. Yes. Yes, I think in the application, that's exactly what we know. We know that God's grace is really not deserved by anyone. This guy didn't have to hire anybody. Obviously, any illustration has limitations. This is a great illustration in the sense that it really is provocative it seems unfair and so it really deals with that there are some other aspects of this illustration that would not fit the reality but the point Jesus is making that we shouldn't have a calculating view of God's grace and his salvation but realize it's God's to give as freely as he chooses and we have no right to complain or no right to make demands on God Really, these who had worked all day, they had no claim on anything, you know, because he was generous to the others. So I think he's just really saying that his whole system is not based upon, well, here's what you, you know, here, here's the work you did, here's what I'm going to pay you. But that's kind of what Peter's question assumes. Comments and thoughts? Yeah, back on the last part of the other chapter where it's, uh, he does say that, you know, everyone that's left all these things will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. I like this. Yes. <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> what? <it>? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't cut yourself. Uh, so the so he's separating eternal life. Yes. From yes. the other things that they're going to receive. Yes, I think he's talking about you know how spiritually we get back many more family members in Christ and many more blessings in Christ here and we get eternal life in the future. We do get heavily blessed, but it's not a matter of mathematical calculation. All right. Well, why don't we stop here then and uh, as far as I know, I'm not doing don't anything. Be sweaty, guys. I'll replace it, okay? Oh, don't no. be sweaty, guys. I don't, it was given to us, and I've not used it, so oh. I'll replace it. <laughs> it's been sitting there for like. Sitting I know Ariel's had it for years and years and years. So <laughs> it was given to me, and it's nothing. We that just I didn't want. know where to throw it. Yeah. So now I can throw it away and not feel bad. So don't you feel bad because yeah, it's been there forever. All right. Very good.